You're listening to Studying the Bible, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. Visit gettingtogod.com for more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul. This podcast is part of a series called Stages of Faith, in which I talk about all of the stages I personally went through and the general order I went through them. You can get the entire series free at gettingtogod.com forward slash stages. I hated school. You might not have, but I hated school. I hated the lack of interest in me that the teachers often had. I hated the behavior of many of the kids I grew up around. I hated the feeling of being trapped inside some bland, echoey place that was lit up like a metal shop and smelled like a crayon factory. I hated school. I was blessed, though, throughout school and didn't even know what blessed means back then. I had just a couple of teachers who stuck by me, made sure I knew I wasn't trash. In grade school, Mr. K and Mrs. H, and no, that's not about the Beatles song, they treated me like a human being. In junior high, I had Mr. R, and then in vocational school, when I got into an electronics program, I had a bunch of good teachers there, too. But then in my 40s, I met God. I met Christ. I met the Holy Ghost. And they already knew me, but I hadn't realized it until then. What a benefit it is to know them. The greatest teachers a person could ever have. Now, before making this podcast, I'd been studying and reading the Bible for a couple of years. And I got a lot out of it, but it wasn't until a few days before writing this that I made this leap in using the Bible. And the coolest thing about that moment was that it was completely led by God. Now, let me back up a bit. I had already had been doing this thing where I'd mentioned before in other podcasts where before I open the Bible, I often ask for guidance on what to read or I'll just ask God to speak to me. And then I'll flip to whatever I get the feeling I need to flip to. And bam! Wait! Bam! That's better. It always ends up that I read something that I really needed to hear. And that is, is very specific to the most urgent situation that at the time is going on in my life. But in the past few days before making this podcast, that guidance became more clear and downright uncanny. I sometimes struggle with being a minister. My family and I, our lives are full of all kinds of unusual challenges. And at times, out of exhaustion, not rebellion, I want to put down the godly things like reading the Bible and prayer and pick up earthly things like a video game. And I sometimes want to speak about people who are, how do we say this in a Christian way, not full of cotton candy and roses, but instead... I want to use words that I shouldn't that, that shouldn't come out of a Christian minister's mouth. And in just the past few days before making this, I had been struggling with that kind of moment. Neighbors who were causing some ugliness in our lives, and so there I was, wondering about that crossroad in front of me. There was only one way to go, straight ahead on Christ's path. But that side road was tempting. But I did the smarter thing. I opened the Bible. Asked God to show me what I needed to know. And that little voice said, Ephesians 3. So that's where I flipped. Ephesians is a letter Paul wrote that encourages ministers. 
It helps to stay on the hard path, and that is to rise above all the worldly temptations that might be set up like a trap for people who want to make a life of ministry. And as I was reading chapter 3, I was just starting to see the message God has for me there. Paul is talking about how God gave him, like me, the gift of ministry as a full-time job. And like me, Paul came from being a person who felt unworthy of such a job to a person who was blessed with the confidence of doing it. So, for example, in the 8th and ninth verses of Ephesians chapter 3, Paul says, quote, Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is the grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ, unquote. And he goes on to say things like uh, in verse 13, quote, Wherefore I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory, unquote. In other words, don't break down through trials and hardship. And I read this chapter once that morning, and, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool, thanks. And then I got the message, read it again. So I go back over it and a few things start clicking. And then I hear it again, read it again. And of course I'm kind of like, what? But then I read it again. And as I do this, Paul's words start to come alive and they start attaching to my own situation. And I start thinking, wait a minute, this is exactly what I needed to hear that I just prayed about. So here I am, a minister, tossed around by recent days and nights of serious sleep deprivation, constant neighbor noise, and all kinds of unusual other stressors. And I'm just getting these thoughts about letting go of my spiritual paths just for a bit and, and grabbing some worldly remedies for what's going on in the world of my wife and child in me. So I'm directed to a letter that Paul an apostle wrote for ministers in this exact kind of situation. And here's God telling me to study, not just read, but to really dig in, to keep reading the same thing over and over until it clicks. And as I'm doing this, I find all kinds of benefits. I'm drawing all these connections between what's written in the Bible and what goes on in my own life. And that's really cool for a lot of reasons. I get deeper into the manual to life, being the Bible, which helps me live a better life and helps me help others in a more efficient and wise way. It strengthens my faith because I can see so many strong common traits between people in biblical times and myself. It helps me realize that time is not what it seemed to be when I was younger, that a couple thousand years ago is really not that far away. I talked about this in my podcast called Back to the Manual. How the Bible breaks the chains that a human clock puts on us and frees us up for working more with God's timing. And from all of these benefits and more, I get more connected to the way Jesus worked when he was in his body, which is something I need to do if I want to call myself a Christian, especially a minister. When I first started reading the Bible, that's mostly what I did. I, I just read I even had moments when I would speed read just so I could say I did it. But I didn't learn much that way. And now I take my time and actually study it. 
And in this podcast, I've only barely spoken about the benefits of doing that. Now I'm actually finding moments when I get excited. Like I just want to see what else I can learn or what one of the people in it will say or do next. And in that connection, that deepening connection, my life, my future, my relationships, basically everything becomes a better version of itself. And I become a better version of myself. You've been listening to Studying the Bible, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. The next chapter in this series is called Knowing the Opposition. Visit gettingtogod.com for more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul.